Please welcome to our show this morning an individual who represents District 67A on St. Paul's East Side. She is an assistant majority leader and the vice chair of the Property Tax Division Committee. She also serves as the Children and Families Finance and Policy Committee, the Education Policy Committee, and the Tax Committee. Uh, this is her first term as a Minnesota House of Representatives representative. And uh, we say good morning to Rep. Liz Lee. Hello and welcome. Oh, thank you. Good morning, Freddie. Good morning, Charles. Good morning, Cynthia. Glad to have you along with us. You serve on a lot of committees. You are busy. Yes, I'm. I'm busy, and a lot of our colleagues are busy. Uh, this is what happens when I guess you're in the majority. Um, I think most everyone is on four committees, and also, I mean, you know, like you said, this is my first term, and so we're um, we're trying to do all the work for for the people as, as much as we can. Is it what you thought it would be being your first time being a representative? Is it more or is it less? Um, I think it's it's different. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, and you're right, that's that's a very polite way of saying I I I, I kind of thought I knew what I was getting into, but I also didn't. Um, I worked in Congress for um, almost ten years for. Uh, amazing progressive giants like our very own Attorney General Keith Ellison uh, when he was a congressman. Um, and I worked for uh, Congresswoman Barbara Lee, who represents Oakland. Um, I worked with her the longest on the House Appropriations Committee. And so, um, you know, it, it, I've been doing policy for a very long time, but, um, you know, this time I am the person running around to all the committees and to all the meetings. And so I finally understand why uh, my boss, you know, used to say we, we run her ragged, but um, you know, she, she never complained and she was never tired. And, um, I mean, I guess our generation's a little different. I tell people it's very tiring. Um, here in Minnesota, we, we have the trifecta and, um, you know, when they say it's one Minnesota, it's one Minnesota, but it's like 3000 bills. <laughs> uh, <trying to laughs> Speaking of bills, um, you, know, you have a computer science bill that you've authored. Tell us about that. Yes. So, um, this is actually um, something that I inherited from uh, Congressman Barbara Lee. Um, if folks remember, in 2016, uh, President Obama had this big initiative called Computer Science for All, um, just recognizing that you know work is going to look really different for uh, my children and my grandchildren. Um, you know, ten years from now, maybe even five years from now, and so we need to prepare our kids, make sure that everyone has equal access to learning how to code and equal um, exposure um, to, you know, just becoming, like, the next, um, you know, tech entrepreneur. And we know tech can't save us, but, um, you know, coding will be will be a basic expectation going forward, like doing, um, doing math or, or reading. And so um, we just want to make sure that, you know, starting in, in kindergarten now, um, you know, all our kids have equal access. We're and talking. so I'm... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and you say, so you want to make sure that all students have what? I cut you off. I apologize. Oh, no, it's okay. So um, House File 759 is, is my computer science bill in Minnesota um, that would streamline computer science education um, in, in our public schools. Um, so that's, that's the goal. There are a lot of people who are concerned about their taxes on their social security. I can't say social security. On their benefits, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, why should we be penalized if we make more money and it'll make more income happen for people who are uh, of not of means? Are you in favor of taking the taxes off of those benefits for Social Security? Yeah, so I'm really, really glad you asked. 
Um, it's, it's so important that we dispel a lot of the myths out there. Um, if folks were paying attention, maybe not. Um, this week, uh, we wrapped up discussion of um, the two proposals to, um, I guess, quote unquote, not tax Social Security. But um, the most important thing that folks should take away from our conversation is um, 50% of seniors on Social Security in Minnesota actually don't get taxed. And so that's, that's really important to understand that um, when they talk about, you know, not taxing Social Security, that's the 40% of folks who are incredibly, you know, well-to-do already and have already gotten theirs. Um, so let me repeat, you know, our, our, our seniors um, in Minnesota, 60% of people who get Social Security don't get a tax already. If you're on Social Security disability, that's definitely not taxed. Um, and so when you hear people talk about not taxing Social Security, that's, um, you know, in my mind, it's it's a little misleading, and so I want to make sure that folks understand that. And the people who aren't taxed, the sixty percent, um, you know, these are people who rely on, um, you know, public services. Um, these are people who, who, you know, we want to make sure we we fund our, our PCAs, um, you know, our home health care workers. Um, we want to make sure we fund our our nursing homes, and so um, this is why, um, for me, like a, a full exemption, which is what um, you know some people on the other side of the aisle are talking about. It's doesn't make any sense. Um, I think we do want to be smart, though, right? We we know there are seniors of color who don't have uh, as many assets and savings as other people, and so um, you know we also heard proposals about um, rising the income level um, for for taxation, and so um, you know I, I would definitely entertain um, maybe not taxing um, folks uh, below like 80, I think it's, it's eighty seven thousand, which is one of the proposals that. Um, we, we also heard, right, it, as opposed to a, a full exemption, which um, makes no sense because, again, 60% of, of seniors in Minnesota um, don't pay Social Security. Makes and, that's, you know, those are mostly our, our seniors in, in uh, communities of color. Makes sense. Representative Liz Lee, it's a pleasure talking with you this morning for our first time on KMLJ, representing District 67A, St. Paul's East Side. Thanks so much for being with us, and we look forward to another conversation real soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Freddie. All right. It's our pleasure.